You're listening to the Market Expert Show. I'm Daryl Baskin of EXP Realty on your home for success, 105.7. Let's talk about disclosure issues when it comes to real estate selling, selling property and buyers getting the short end of the stick. What What is a home seller? What are you supposed to be disclosing? Where are the pitfalls? Zach Inlow of Inlow Law. Zach, you're working on some cases right now. I know you, you have to be careful with what you discuss, but give us some history here that could teach us some lessons and avoid some problems. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so I represent both. You know, I represent uh, sellers. Uh, defending a Disclosure Act case. I represent buyers who feel like that they were disclosed. And you know, the, really the most important thing about the Disclosure Act in Oklahoma is to understand what the requirements of the law are as it relates to disclosures. So uniquely, uh, at least in Oklahoma, there's a sp- specific statute uh, that and statutes actually that reference what sellers are required to do as it relates to disclosures. And as a broker yourself, I know you know there's a disclosure form that you're required to fill out. But the reason why it's important to understand is that Whenever a seller is selling a home, they have to disclose everything that they quote unquote actually know. Now in the law, certain words have certain particular meanings and actual knowledge is a very unique thing because in many instances, someone could have constructive knowledge and constructive knowledge can make them liable. So what that means is as relates to disclosure of a home is that if I'm selling a home and I think that my foundation is very solid, and I mark on the Disclosure Act that the foundation is good, okay? I don't have actual knowledge that the foundation is shifting or there's a slab problem or something like that. Well, if I don't have that actual knowledge, then under the law, I cannot be found liable for failing to disclose a foundational issue, okay? In other areas of law, if someone came in, an expert came in and said, yeah, Zach, but you had constructive knowledge, which basically means you should have known that there was something wrong with the foundation, then I can be held liable. So what that means is, is that the legislation has particularly kind of carved out a special place that protects sellers, okay? And why that's important too is that it puts a greater emphasis on buyers taking all the necessary diligence steps for pre or for inspections pre-close, right? And so I have this conversation with my buyer clients when they come in and tell them what the situation is as far as what the statute requires. And I have the same conversation I have with sellers, which is, well, did you have actual knowledge of this problem, of, of this random problem? And if they say no, well, right there, the lawsuit is very difficult for them to prove. You have to prove in front of a jury that these individuals had actual knowledge that there was a problem and they purposely failed to disclose it. Can I give an example of something here? Because we're having this this discussion, but to, like, to hit it home, like where it, it bites you, and I had this on one of my own transactions where I was representing the buyer, and the buyer moves in, uh, the disclosure was fine, the septic inspection went okay, but uh, buyer moves in, a month later they're having difficulty with her sept- septic inspection, and a neighbor comes over and says, oh yeah, you know, so-and-so's inspection company, or uh, septic company's been out here, they probably have them out here every three months. It seemed like they were having some trouble with it. We, we call that in, that septic company, and sure enough, there was a long list of records that had indicated that there were problems. And so the seller who's like, well, I don't know anything, really got outed by the fact that a company had been doing the work and the neighbor told. So right. uh, where does that fall? How would you, how yeah, would you that, that, that? Now, I don't know how that happened with that particular home, but I can tell you right now how I'd represent it on either, on either side, right? If I was a, the, the seller's attorney on that, the fact that they had had issues that were being treated and then I'm sure those those individuals who came out, the contractors who came out to do the work said, yeah, we resolved it. 
right there, you could argue, no, I had no actual knowledge that there was a problem. Why do I have that? Because I had someone come out and fix it. Now, they have to disclose that there's been work on it, and they should do that, and there's an issue with that. But then as the buyers, I would say, yeah, but you had actual knowledge that it was broken, and then you purposely said that it wasn't. Right. Yeah. And then there's going to be a, that's going to be a fat question for a jury. And that's important. And that would be that would be going through those receipts, the, the log to see if something's on there that says this is what you need. And uh, that's a, that's a bandaid. I guess that's kind of what I'm getting at is buyers and sellers are always having these little debates like which what should be pursued and what shouldn't. And just because something breaks after you buy the house doesn't mean that somebody didn't disclose something. But sometimes it's pretty oh, it's, egregious. Right. Particularly, it doesn't mean that the seller had actual knowledge that he and that that therefore they should have disclosed it. Right. Because if you know, sometimes this is bad timing. And uh, if the foundation is deemed to be faulty and the seller, you know, I've had I've had older clients that, you know, are moving out, they're going to retire and they're not paying attention. They just truly didn't know. Okay, And they said there's nothing wrong with the foundation. And it was discovered six months after the fact that there was something wrong with it. Well, that's going to be a very difficult lawsuit for the buyers to bring. What do you think is the biggest, what's the biggest uh, issue that you've had to tackle when it comes to disclosure? Well, I would say this, it's more a commentary on an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of the cure. Okay. What I see is almost every single instance that I have a disclosure statement with, I can almost always, almost always been mitigated by proper buyer inspections. If they would have done really in-depth inspections and really kind of paid money that they probably didn't want to have to do, they probably could have avoided it. Uh, and as far as sellers, they need to really encourage that type of thing as well to, to say, I want you to make sure you have all your inspections as tight as possible, that you're completely satisfied. Because if we, if both parties did that, most of the time, they're not going to be motivated enough because the cost wouldn't be worth it to go to suit. Now, it is important under the Residential Disclosure Act statute uh, it's an attorney fee shift case, and that's important. That means if someone pays an attorney $50,000 for $50,000 worth of property damage and they win, well, actually, the losing side is going to have to pay $100,000. And you call that what? Attorney? That's called an attorney fee shift case, right? And what that means is it's a statutory. In America, we have what's called the American rule, which is both parties pay for their own attorney fees, okay? And in England, they actually had it the exact opposite word, the winner. The winner has their fees paid by... The loser. The losing side. But in, in America, we have the American rule, which is the default, but there's all these statutory carve-outs that allow the prevailing party to have their attorney fees paid. That's a legislative issue. You'd have to talk to your, um, you know, the state house uh, and state senators about that if you'd want to change it. But there are exceptions, and one of the exceptions is a disclosure issue. Um, and if you win on that, then you can have an attorney fee battle for the, the losing side. We have to pay some amount of your fees. We're talking to Zach Enloe of Enloe Law, Enloe.Law. Uh, Zach, always great insight here. And I, I think, could you, would you agree with me that the, the best advice is if in doubt, disclose? And that way somebody can't come, if you're a home seller, that way somebody can't come back to you and make accusations that you didn't. You told them, gave them an opportunity to inspect it. Now let's just move on. Absolutely. Yeah. And, that, and that's a good point for the seller's position is that really over disclose. Because at the end of the day, if you really want to get nasty in a litigation, it's going to come down to a jury's decision. And if you as a seller say, I went over and, and above what I had to do, and I disclosed every minute detail to show you what I knew and what I didn't know, then the seller is going to win that probably, I would say, 99.9% .9 of the time. Zach Enloe, Enloe Law. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, sir. You're listening to The Market Experts Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin.